welcome to the Save Point Podcast. This is episode 11. I am Dan, your host, as always, and I am joined today again by Steve or with Steve. Hi. How are you doing, Steve? I'm doing great. 11Zs. We're on 11Zs. That's awesome. 11Zs. Yeah, we actually <laughs> had that uh, little bit of a discussion right before here, you know, wanting to know what episode we're on. But hey, 11, 11 episodes, which is, which is great. And um, as a special for the 11th episode, because it's the 11th episode, we have a special guest. Uh, and his name is Mike. Uh, so say hi, Mike. How you doing? Howdy. What's going on? <laughs> nothing much, nothing much. Uh, Mike is actually a real-life friend of mine and fellow gamer. Um, Xbox aficionado, should I say? Uh, I mean, I got a system preference, definitely. Uh, so. and it's not PlayStation 4, and that usually <laughs> is uh, like the, 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 the budding knuckles point between many a conversation between you and I. But Yep. Well, when we were uh, – so a little bit of history. Mike and I used to have a radio show. Uh, for the university, yeah. Yeah, for the oh, university boy. that we went to, and um, <laughs> one of the best parts about that show was the bantering back and forth that him and I had because this is when the console wars were, were like, you know, at the heart of everything. Like, you know, PlayStation Three sucked, which it did, but you know, I still had love for it. Um, and uh, <laughs> the console and he was wars. he was three sixty. Um, and what what was that? What was that phrase you used to always tell me that I had the I had a chip implanted yeah. in the back of my head? Yeah, you. Uh, we used to. I there. Jeez, how many? There were like four of us that were on that radio show at that point. Yeah, and, and I, uh, because I'm. I just ooze charm. The mm-hmm. other two people were on my side, and we believed that you had a chip in your forehead that every time you said something negative about Sony or PlayStation, that you'd get a migraine because you got migraines <laughs> a lot. So we figured that was just your 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 tech overlords telling you that you needed to swerve quickly, <laughs> swerve back. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, that was that was fun times though. That was fun times. But uh, 2018. Uh, we have a great show. Uh, one little plug that I do have to say. Um, on the 24th of this month, I will be appearing on a um, a different podcast, and it's a podcast about something. So if you look up a podcast about something, they are doing a four-part video game um, podcast series. Uh, and I was invited by Calvin uh, to talk about retro gaming and basically we talk about games before uh the nes system came out uh and what did we play so we went all the way back to the sega master system to atari and uh coleco vision and and all of that yeah so it was a good time so that's that's dropping uh look for a uh, a podcast about something uh the 24th i will be on that one um, but check it out anyway. They're on iTunes and Google and all of that. So just, just search a podcast about something. When you, when um, you said, um, systems before Nintendo, the only thing that I could think of was like sticks and rocks outside. Like I didn't, I didn't like what existed <laughs> before Nintendo. That's, that's, I'm going to have Wait, to learn something. It was the hoop. It was the hoop with the stick that we rolled down the hill. It never worked going uphill. It only worked going down. Well, it was snowing back then. Every t- every day, I had to walk uphill with my stick and my hoop. Yeah, both ways. <laughs> both ways. So, but no, it, it was a lot of fun. So, like I said, check that out. Twenty uh, fourth of September. Uh, that'll be dropping uh, on their site. Um, but I think as as we start every, all of our shows, um, all of our episodes, um, Steve. What have you been playing? Oh man, I've been playing um, Fatherhood. It's I, I gave it a three out of five. 
Uh, I really no. I um the the only you, thing you've been quiet. I haven't really seen you on a lot of things. No, no. I, well, first of all, like the the wife was sick, the kid was sick, the new kid was had the sniffles, and we were like, great, two month old sick. What are we gonna do now? She went out of Did town. You return it? Yeah, we took her back to the store. We still had the receipt. Oh, thank. We got a newer model. Is great, <laughs> upgraded. New, new, newer iOS or whatever. Um, no. So like that we've been sick. There's been family stuff going on. I just been busy, busy, busy. And then when I do have a few minutes, it was like, okay, what do I do? Um, and so I decided to backlog it a little bit. I had, I was on the Xbox and I've got that, um, game pass thing. And like, mm-hmm. I don't know, three weeks ago or something, I, I downloaded a couple of games. I was like, oh yeah, I've heard about these. I should play these and downloaded them. And they've just been sitting there on the hard drive. Um, uh, gathering virtual dust. And, uh, and so the other day I decided I was going to play a little bit of Metro Exodus. One of those, uh, it's like a, I don't know, it was like a remaster or something of Metro 2033, I want to say, or 35. Based off, isn't that based off like the book? Yeah. It's it's totally based off of a book because in the game, the book is sitting there on a table. In fact, several copies of the book are sitting on tables all over the game. (laughs) (laughs) Subtle guys, real subtle. Uh, it's, it's interesting. It's, it's very, oh man, it is so Russian. It is a thousand percent Russian. Um, the other, uh, uh, Russian game that I've played besides Tetris was, um, Stalker. And, uh, okay. it, like that definitely had very specific vibes in it. Like this, this, like this Russian post, like the post apocalypse in Russia is going to be way harsher than in America. <laughs> like I feel like okay. j- just from, just from the, you know, what we've seen in cinema and, and video games and such, it is, it is dark and it is hopeless and there are demons. So, I mean, Game, uh, so gameplay wise, and that, that's, that was, you know, that's how Stalker was too. Like you're running around, it's, there's radiation. That really wasn't post apocalyptic, but you're going into like Chernobyl and there's radiation. Mm-hmm. You gotta be careful. And there's all these people running around gathering things. And then you come across these like weird spots where like, I don't know, if you touch them, you die, but you gotta throw like nuts and bolts at them to see where they are. It was a whole thing. That was Stalker. Metro has a very similar vibe, except for they're more straightforward about, um, the, the outside world has been destroyed and is toxic and you need a face mask and breathers and there are crazy monsters running around everywhere in the Metro. We've got all of these different factions of people and all of them are terrible. We, I, I've got come across Nazis and I've been double crossed by other Russians and that's it. There's no, nobody's your friend. <laughs> so it's just, it's just bad all over. Um, oh, we see this guy. He has to die. Yeah, it was just it, like, like, come on, friend, we're, I'm going to save you. And then he like stabs you in the back and you're like, oh, but we were comrades. Like, what, what are you doing? Uh, so anyway, gameplay wise, it was actually not very interesting. Like I, I've been talking it up a bit, it sounds like, but it actually was kind of boring in a way. Um, I don't know if it was because it's a few years old or maybe because, um, just there's a, there's that tinge of unoriginality about it. It's like, post-apocalypse like we've seen that so many times that you have to be really original and so the uh the whole you know russian angle and and, you know if it was based on a book from like 20 years ago then yeah it was probably like way original when it was first talked about and if the book's different than the game blah 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 but the game itself is like here's some guns here's some stuff very linear you're running through tunnels 
Um, a lot of time you have like a, a companion, like an NPC companion that's just kind of dragging you along and just doing what they say. And then spoilers, that person stabs you in the back and you go and you find somebody else. And then, you know, aren't, uh, you aren't, aren't both those games, uh, now I've never, I've never played stalker and I've never, uh, I Metro looked interesting, but aren't, aren't both of those games kind of like a uh, first person, their, their first person exploration. Yeah, like, yeah. Well, like Fallout Moscow or something. Or? I would, <laughs> I would say Stalker is is more of like an open open world exploration deal. This is and you know first person. This one is also first person, but this is more like a shooter vibe where it's not open because all you have are like tunnels and underground facilities. And there's a place where you come in, the door closes behind you, you can't open that door anymore, and you go until you find the next door, and then you go through that door, and then it closes. You know, like. It it kind of gives you that like then there's an overworld map of oh here's all how the tunnels connect and you're like but that's not how it really looks <laughs> you know they're just they're just levels pasted together which which is fine like it, the they were definitely going for a certain type of game start here go there very linear and that's fine it's just for me not exciting and not original um, saying that I sat you down a, and, and need a little bit of get lost like yeah pretty rock let's go see what what's over there yeah that's that's my jam like i i love open world <laughs> games where it's like the castle's on fire in front of you but there's a talking cow over there let's go check out the cow and then we'll get back to the castle later it'll still be on fire it's fine um so <laughs> you know did you just, ever notice did you ever notice that things in video games just stay on fire for forever forever they just they're like just it, on fire just completely like throws the whole physics thing out of it <laughs> or they just or they just stop out of nowhere it'll be like it, it, it's on fire and the fire stops and then the thing disintegrates <laughs> and it's like yeah. <laughs> unless oh, look a clear path uh, yeah oh it's this is the way we go yeah i mean video gamey stuff um has there ever been uh, i mean we're gonna derail the conversation immediately has there ever been a video game with realistic fire physics in it I, uh, I don't know. I would. I would. I, I want to say Far Cry right off the bat because you could. You could. You throw a Molotov. You use your okay. repair tool. You kind of. I wouldn't necessarily say realistic, but it's definitely cool. Like you get a dry patch of grass and you throw a Molotov down there, three miles downwind from where the the outpost is, and all of a sudden everybody's running away screaming because it's a little blaze. That would be the okay. closest thing that I would imagine would look like realistic yeah. fire behavior. Yeah, Minecraft, which the 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 one of the greatest videos I ever watched was this guy spent spent supposedly he you know like six months or whatever uh, <laughs> building this whole mansion. Oh no! <laughs> okay, and then he invited his friends to it, and he's like, "Hey guys, watch this. Let me light the fireplace." And he never sealed the fireplace correctly, and the whole mansion burned down. Oh, I swear, no. pull it up on YouTube. It's hilarious <laughs> absolutely hilarious and you're just screaming about it and then it just out of nowhere it's just like it's gone oh. and you're just like oh that poor yeah, bastard like burning down an entire mansion or a city that you built because of one fluke like you see some of the things they build and they like i i understand we're talking about minecraft here but you see some of the stuff that those people built mm-hmm. and it's that that's that's not a game anymore that's that's a, that's like i don't want to say a career because that's the wrong choice of word that is that is your your calling uh, okay, you, you, you made hobby? all of Venice yeah. blocks. Like, yeah. it yeah, does. I, I'd be a little a, upset I'm too if I dropped my builder. cigarette in the wrong spot. <laughs> yeah. Uh, what do you do for a living? I'm a professional Minecraft player, builder. Build volcanoes and then I blow them up. <laughs> yeah. One match, whole thing goes up. It's great. <laughs> 
So no, well that sounds sounds good. Are you, you think you'll be able to get some more time in, or nah, I'm how, done. How's the rest of the family doing? Oh, family, family's fine now. Everyone's so the wife and the kids are now well, and now I've got like a weird sinus thing going on. So I finally caught it. So hooray! Um, hooray. But yeah, Metro, I put in I don't know four or five hours. I think I'm done. I don't I don't see myself going back. There was nothing story wise or gameplay wise that I haven't seen before. They weren't doing anything really. 100% original. I'm glad I got to play it and check it out because I, you know, heard decent things about it. And if I wasn't such a prolific gamer, I'd probably think like, hey, this is pretty awesome. Um, but I'd rather, you know, load up Wolfenstein or Doom or something if I wanted a true like first person shooter, um, you know, go through the level start to finish situation. I'd, I'd rather go for something like that. So that is the only thing that I got a chance to play. Start playing Rim World again. Oh man, the other day I was playing RimWorld and there was a, there was a, a lightning storm and I was playing on a jungle map. Half the jungle burned down. I'm not even joking. <laughs> I was <laughs> like, there goes my wood Rim supply. Was that? What is RimWorld? You haven't oh, listened man. to our previous, what, two episodes ago when he explained everything for it? I, the, uh, I am, I am stuck behind a computer, uh, at work for eight to 12 hours a day. I didn't get to download your last two. Does that make me a bad guest? Yes. I have heard, horrible guest. Like you guys invited me onto the show to talk about video games. And I, I didn't, I didn't hear the last two. Uh, th- so. This guest zero out of five so far. This guest. Yeah. No. So what, if you can give a 30 second synopsis, like, <laughs> no, well, what is I can't. Rim, Rim 30 seconds. <laughs> You've heard Impossible. me, right? Moving on. Oh, yeah. okay. He, you know he explained it. It turned into a 20 minute explanation. <laughs> of the game. I'm going to set a timer. No, I'm going to everyone get your stopwatches out, pull out your phones. Here we go. Ready? I'm going to do a 30 second explanation of Rim World. Uh, it's a game on a computer <laughs> where you got, you, you got little people and you build colonies and you give them jobs and you got to mine stuff and you got to build stuff and pe- raids come and attack you and you've got to defend them, but you don't control every character one by one. You just kind of assign them jobs and let them do their thing. They also have relationships with each other. And the whole point of the game is to eventually go from the point of crash landing on this planet to building a spaceship and blasting off and leaving the planet. And that is 30 seconds. Yep. Damn. There you go. Nice good. Job. Boom. <laughs> so I remember I said it reminded me of something. If you remember that episode, it said that game reminded me of something. Mm-hmm. Um, and I figured out what it reminded me of. Okay. What's, what's and I was like, I was like sleeping and I like woke up like two days later. I'm like, <gasps> I'm like, cold I sweat. In a cold sweat. Yeah. <laughs> um, when you said oh, it's, it's to build a spaceship. Did you ever watch that Simpsons episode with the movementarians? Oh, and yeah. Yes. And basically what they're doing is they're on the farm and they're picking beans or whatever. (laughs) And and Homer's like, he's like, why are we not allowed in the sacred barn? (laughs) And Homer's like, my friends, he's not taking our money to build a spaceship. He's taking our money, opens up the barn. He says, he's taking our money to build one hell of a spaceship because there's a spaceship. (laughs) spaceship. (laughs) That's a good moment. (laughs) So yeah, it's one of the, what a great episode. Um, I'll go next. Um, as far as what I've been playing, and it's very, very simple. I think everybody knows this. Uh, I've been playing a shit ton of Spider-Man. Um, it just since Friday, uh, Thursday night. Um, Thursday night, I, I, you know, obviously it was downloaded. You know, right at eleven o'clock uh, when it released that. You know, in I in my time frame, uh, time zone, and I played until probably about four o'clock that morning. Ooh, uh, wow. And then. <laughs> 
Yeah, and then I went back Friday night uh, and played until about 3 o'clock that morning. I went back about 9 o'clock at night, went back and played until about 3 o'clock in the morning. And then Saturday night into Sunday, I went and I played from about 8 o'clock to about 1.30 in the morning. Wow. Yeah, I have there. I, Did you like it? <laughs> uh, we're gonna, <laughs> guarantee there's at least one yeah, listener that's like, he took breaks, rookie. Got to pump those numbers up, man. <laughs> Got to pump up those numbers. Uh, he went we'll to get, bed at 4 a.m.? <laughs> get, we'll get into more details later on in this episode. Um, uh, I'll just say one thing. It has made me – I am determined to platinum this game. Ooh. I am determined to platinum this game. Wow. That that that's how much I'm invested and how much I I love it. and and we'll get we'll get into like I said we'll get into the other part later on in in the show uh, about what the Spider Man episode eleven yeah episode eleven so we start the Deadpool now it says episode three twenty one you actually platinum it <laughs> really <laughs> I I mean your your rating just went from zero to one because you think we're gonna last over three hundred episodes good job <laughs> guys <there> go. <laughs> thank you for the confidence. <laughs> Uh, Mike, what have you been playing? Uh, I, oh, Jesus. Uh, it's, it's, it's really only two things. I am almost every single spare moment that I have to play games is, is equally divided between destiny two and, uh, world of Warcraft, uh, battle for Azeroth. Right on. I, I'm, I'm not, uh, I mean, we've that not little, not, not that anybody listening would know, but Dan and I have had multiple conversations about how the older I get, the less time I have to myself, the more responsibility I take. My my taste in games has become more and more selective. You become prude. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. I it's it's if I'm I'm only playing stuff that like truly really excites me, or stuff that I already have like a huge time sink in. And uh, thankfully, both of those games are hit hit both of those 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 pinpoints pretty well so yeah no destiny 2 is amazing uh battle for azeroth has been everything i've been wanting in world of warcraft for years and we're finally getting it and it's awesome so what what's the what's the big deal (laughs) because Uh, i i played so i know i know wow from the point of um up until wrath of lich king or so where it was all pretty much the same just with like new places you have a character you've got armor and stats and you run around you do quests you find the people with the exclamation points you stay up till four in the morning you hate yourself internally you quit for a month you come back later like that cycle just repeats is it it's so how is this different from that like what how why is this like the expansion that everyone's like this is it this is crazy like what does it do what's what's so special uh honestly nothing really new I, the open world <laughs> pvp is really the reason i came back open they, world they PvP? have this okay. new yeah they have this new uh this new feature called war mode that you you turn it on in your capital city if you're alliance uh, you turn it on in stormwind if you're the horde you turn it on in ogremar and uh no matter where you are in the world you're flagged for pvp and it uh it makes for some pretty interesting uh i just wanted to quest please let me get to level 120 stop bothering me please go away moments <laughs> that's that i mean that's what that i not that i, I not that i really stopped playing but uh, the the amount of time that i had invested in it had kind of diminished uh as time went on but yeah i, I came back pretty hard and I'm, I'm i and i never i am the worst at pvp <laughs> in anything i just i'm i'm no, my, I, my I skill is abhorrent 
I wouldn't say that. You do ha- you do have one game, and I, I don't know if it was. I don't think it was three. I think it was four because I played four. That's when I really got into it, and I I thought I was going to be halfway decent. Uh, was Halo? You're yeah, halfway okay. decent Halo player. Uh halfway decent. And then uh, I don't know, like the MLG scene got big, and uh, everybody with two thumbs and a can-do attitude suddenly became everybody's worst nightmare. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah, no, it's uh, I. I it, I mean, I I got into it for a little bit. Yeah, you remember when when not when we were younger, we were all about first person shooters and and being competitive. But yeah, no, it's, I, uh, I I I remember I remember that. So I, I I've been exclusively PlayStation. So my my systems went uh, Master System, Nintendo, Nintendo, PlayStation, and I've been PlayStation. Um, I really didn't even know what really an Xbox was until I met Mike. Like I just like I, I never paid attention to it. I always. Thought it was kind of a joke type sort of thing, um, and then <laughs> a joke like, console. Honestly, <laughs> well, I mean, like you know how like like some of these consoles, like the Ouya came out or whatever, and it died, and you know, like I was just like, oh, okay, Microsoft is trying to make trying to make a console, and it's what was it? It was like six hundred or seven hundred dollars when it first came out, or, or whatever, and and this thing was the size of a house, and you know, and <laughs> I, I, mean, I lived in mine for three was years. Fucking huge. Yeah, no, you know. Can't necessarily verify the price. I can't remember how much it was way back then, but I can, can absolutely verify that that thing was it was a, beast. a unit. Yeah, I want to say so, it was like three hundred bucks, which in early two thousands money was significant. Yeah, but that came out when we were like fifteen, sixteen. So of course, anything yeah. over a hundred dollars is a million dollars. Yeah, true. and I, and I remember <laughs> looking. At, I remember looking at and saying, "Oh, you need a broadband network," and I'm like. Nobody Why? can afford a broadband network. Nobody's ever <laughs> going to be able to afford a broadband <laughs> network. Internet. You know? That's a yeah, fad. Internet, <laughs> you know, showing our ages. And I remember that I was over at, uh, Mike was living at uh, an apartment uh, with a couple of friends of ours. And um, I remember going over there and we're like, he's like, hey, you want to play some Halo one-on-one? And I'm like, sure. Oh, look at this. I got a nice little controller for the Xbox. And, yeah, I, yeah, I'm, and I'm, he just pretty, demolished me. I think it's... Uh, <laughs> It's been long enough. I can honestly say, Dan, that was a trap. Yeah, like, it was. I knew it you was. weren't going to be. <laughs> I just like, to like, feel good about like, myself for five like, minutes. I'll, I'll tell you this. I'll tell you this right now. It was like, it was like I got one. I got one. And if people are thinking, oh, he got one kill on him. Like I'm like, no, I got one shot. <laughs> <laughs> like I, I think sure. I shot my gun once. <laughs> like I was intentionally telling you what, like the wrong, the wrong yeah. layout yeah. of what the buttons did. Like, oh, you want to jump? Yeah, yeah, click yeah. in the thumbstick. Yeah, why, why did I do a head dive into you know? Yeah. <laughs> oh, you, you did it um, wrong. But no, actually, I do have to say uh, one of the one of the nicest things. Speaking of Xbox, one of the nicest things that uh, that this Mister Mister Mike and, uh, did for me was um, my PlayStation Three ended up dying, like a lot of them did. Um, it ended up getting the the yellow light or whatever. The disc drive didn't work. So I had to send it in, and at that point, I didn't have a lot of money at the time, so I couldn't really afford to get it repaired. Um, so out of nowhere, Mike, and I, I think you were with our other buddy Keith, showed up, and Mike's like, I got a surprise for you, and he brought me his original Xbox, wow. and he had a copy of Oblivion in it, and he said, <laughs> here, while you're waiting Morrowind. for Morrowind. Yeah, Morrowind. 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 I, that was the... Yeah, so I was just like, Oh, we're friends forever now. Um, <laughs> yeah, 
but uh, no, it was it was pretty cool. So that 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 became my exposure, and then a couple months after that, I ended up getting my first 360. So good deal. Yeah. 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 So now that we've gone down memory lane, <laughs> so, as Steve is sitting there, just kind of like, oh, okay. Cool, cool story, guys. What about <laughs> games? Cool story, bro. Um, no, that, that's um, that's actually, really sweet, though. That that's amazing to have friends buy you a system like that. I've I've never had that experience. Um, oh no, he didn't buy me a system. Oh no, he yeah, no, no, I didn't, I didn't buy anything. I, oh. I wasn't using it anymore. Oh, so you, yeah, so <laughs> kinda, just, okay. But it was just out of nowhere, like he, because you didn't have a car at that time either, too. So no, like yeah, no, you just like just, out of nowhere. Yeah. Uh, so he he just out of nowhere was just like, oh, I'm gonna show up at Danza and I'm gonna let him use my my Xbox, you know, my original Xbox until his PlayStation comes back. That's cool. So I thought that was pretty cool. Friendship. Um, so actually, I do want to go back to to Destiny Two. Mm-hmm. Uh, so you're talking about the Forsaken um, expansion that just came out, correct? Uh, yeah. No, that's uh, that just Destiny as a whole the 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 newest expansion forsaken came out on the fourth and uh i I can't stop playing it oh my (laughs) god so so let's let's dissect it a little bit uh let's just dissect it a little bit um so obviously destiny 2 has not had the greatest i want to say following the greatest um thoughts about it um they saying a lot of the gameplay was recycled and, and all of that so it wasn't the the greatest, um, you know, sequel to ever come out for uh, for a game series, yes. and they've been working to try to get that image away and try to better that image. It's a uh, it's a situation that th- this this expansion specifically is uh, a, a mirror situation very much to what Destiny One was. Destiny One was like everybody was super excited about it, and then kind of like a, a content drought happened and expansion after expansion there wasn't really anything new mm-hmm. and then they uh they released the uh actually I think it was the third expansion the Taken King mm-hmm. was the the third big one I think yes I, I, actually, I reserve the I right to be wrong enjoyed that one. I played yeah, the, that's because I enjoyed it, it brought a lot of new things to the table and it made a, a, a vast amount of quality of life improvements and everybody that had left came back and loved it and forsaken is to destiny 2 what taken king was to destiny 1 in my opinion and it's an opinion that i see is mirrored on any destiny 2 community this it's it made a crap load of quality of life improvements that weren't just needed for the game but specifically asked for by the community and like they're, they're the writing's better the story's better the the the, the lore is back inside the game. It's, I mean, we're getting randomized rolls on guns. I could, I could list off everything that that Reddit and everybody had been asking for, and uh, it's, it's, it's really, it's brought a lot of people back. It, mm-hmm. It's fun again. It's mysterious again, and uh, I sound like I'm on their payroll. Uh, it's, it's, <laughs> it's, it's, that that chip really is like beeping it. in the back yeah. of your head. <laughs> no, it's, it's, uh, it's, it's a lot of fun. It's a lot of fun. So uh, I think one of the biggest changes that I heard, and like I said, I, I've not followed Destiny 2 since the release, um, uh, just because of the way that I was able to play the game. Um, and I really haven't followed it because I just it has not sparked my interest, uh, obvious for obvious reasons um, that we can go into. But um, so I heard that there's a game mode that is now it's like PVE t- PVE Gambit. P- so it is a uh, it is 
the love child of PVE and PVP. Um, matches start. It's a it's a four v four game mode. Uh, four players against an enemy team of four players, and the matches start with you on a map uh, with computer controlled enemies spawning uh, at random points that you and your team go and just slaughter in mass. And they drop these little items called motes of light. And uh, what you do is you collect uh, enough of them in increments of 5, 5, 10, 15, and you go bank them in the middle of the map. And the whole goal behind Gambit is to bank enough of these motes of light so that you can summon a boss at the end of the round. And the first team to kill their boss wins the round. But the thing is, on top of these these enemies that you're fighting, these computer-controlled enemies, uh, the opposing team... Like I uh, like I made the I mentioned that increments of motes of light can be used deposited five ten fifteen uh, five motes gives a small blocker to the enemy team so it summons an enemy that they got to kill before their bank comes back uh, ten is a medium blocker fifteen is a large blocker and then every time your team deposits twenty five motes uh, a little portal opens up and you become the enemy so it <laughs> flips it on its head a little bit you go through this portal and you invade the opposing team and uh, your your main goal is to just wipe them out. And it okay. is, it's, it's hectic. It's, it sounds <laughs> it's, like it's a lot it's of fun. That does it sound is, fun. It really it's, is. Um, so yeah. with the weapons and armor and all of that, so it's not like you go into a lobby, a matchmaking lobby, and then everybody starts out with, with, you know, a predetermined build. You have your armor and your guns that you've found within the game that you can use. Yeah. Uh, so it's, it, uh, they, they kind of brought back the random rolls, some random perks on uh, weapons and armor from Destiny 1 that people were asking for at the release of Destiny 2 back back when Destiny 2 first came out. Uh, every uh, every bit of armor, every weapon had a set amount of perks. So the same weapon you'd get twice, it always had the same amount of perks with very limited selection between like what you could do to swap out stats and stuff like that. But they, they brought back these random rolls and now uh, yeah, dude, like different sets of armor there the the meta kind of got flipped up on its head so there really is no this is the good gun this is the good armor set this is the good build people are experimenting with a whole bunch of different builds and it's uh it's it's cool it's really cool seeing what they come up with that's awesome because when when you look at the community and the meta is like if you're playing titan then you have to have this piece and this piece and this piece otherwise you're not playing really playing the game and you're failing and and it's just yeah like you gotta ignore that stuff, but but then there's that little thing in the back of your head that goes, well, am I not playing it right? Did do I should I grind out this one piece because they say that's like the best piece, but now if it's just like, nah, man, it's Wild West out there. See see the the best rolls you can get and just just go for it. That's a oh, better yeah. way to go it, in my opinion. It, it got stale right before Forsaken came out. It got really stale. People were using the same three guns in in any PvP mode, uh, PVE modes like. There for for certain boss fights, like you had to have a certain loadout, mm-hmm. or else you weren't really doing anything. Right. You weren't that good, and now it's you're you're absolutely that you hit the nail on the head with the analogy, the Wild West. Like it's it's crazy. You're seeing people load in with guns, and you're like, oh, I know what that does, and it's got a completely <laughs> different role, and you're just getting wrecked, or you're doing really good. It's uh yeah, it's it it really brought a lot of brought How's, a lot of points, brought a lot of people back. How's the bow and arrow? Uh, <laughs> depends on if you're using it or getting shot by it. <laughs> because if you're using it and you're decent at placing that cursor over crit spots, it's awesome. If you're getting railed by it, then it sucks ass. 
It's amazing. Is so so go ahead. The the Forsaken as a whole as an expansion is it do you you buy it separately or is that the game now? Is that the core game now? Do you know? Uh they're they Bungie gotten in a little hot water previously with the way that they rolled out their expansions where um stuff that you bought in previous expansions <clears throat> pardon me had gotten locked out. Mm-hmm. So uh if you didn't buy the absolute newest expansion, then certain playlists or certain activities, certain endgame content you weren't able to access because it was updated for this new expansion. Right. Uh, at right now, with Forsaken, it's uh, <clears throat> it's not bad. Uh, I mean, there there there's different. Uh, there are different like tiers of the expansion that you can get with like the digital deluxe edition, but it doesn't really add anything other than like the annual pass for stuff that's coming out in the future and mm. some cosmetic items. Uh, they made it so that there nobody was getting left behind once Forsaken dropped and went live on the fourth. Uh, everybody still had the same playlist. Everybody still had the same uh, content that they could go to. There was just, I mean, they, they did what most MMOs do. They added stuff on and didn't really touch the stuff that was before. They spruced okay. it up, made it, made it, made it relevant to a point. But all this new stuff, like you have to, you have to have Forsaken. So you can still play the rest of the game until you get Forsaken and go in there and Knock out the new content. So I, I was on my Xbox the other day and I was cruising around looking for what I eventually landed on Exodus. But I was like, I, you know, I, I don't have this this Forsaken yet. And I've played through Destiny. I've, uh, you know, one and two and all the expansions. And I thought, you know, I kind of put it down for a while, but maybe it's time to pick it back up. I wonder how much it is. And I couldn't find a price. It was like, it it's, was like the it's full version. Xbox, you're not the first person to say that. And I don't like they're They had it. They had it so that. Uh, for a couple weeks prior to the expansion actually launching, there was like a, like the symbol for the Forsaken was found on the director, the map where you go and, and choose what activity you want to do. And clicking on that, like moving your cursor over it and hitting A over it mm-hmm. brought you to, uh, like a split screen saying you got to either get the standard edition or you get the digital deluxe edition. Mm-hmm. And, uh, some people were saying that they, they, like, they canned it. Like you'd go and you'd choose something and it'd bring up the Microsoft store and you couldn't access it. Huh. It's weird. And uh, I don't – yeah, there – I mean there there was – there was. Uh, it's the same thing with any expansion. There, you're going to have different versions that give you different cosmetic items or different like nameplates to show off. Sure. But there, there, was a, there was a little while where uh, some people were uh, – that I was reading on, online couldn't access like the, uh, the standard edition for a while. Like you could only get the digital deluxe. Well, uh, even and, and the the standard edition is it what is it a full like fifty nine ninety nine dollar expansion? I I thought, it, I thought it's forty bucks. Yeah, I, I think it was thirty nine ninety nine okay. originally. Huh. I'd have to check because I you're all cards on the table. You're talking to a Destiny super fan, so right like, it doesn't I matter what the price deluxe. was. Yeah, yeah, didn't, didn't matter. As soon as I saw that you could get uh, a, like a different ghost shell that was slightly bluer than the blue ghost shell you had before, I was like, uh, I drooling. So yeah, no, I I got the digital deluxe edition, but okay. I, there there was a there was a the standard edition digital deluxe. There was the digital collectors. There was the last stand edition available at GameStop. They gave you like a. a, a uh, statuette of one of the main characters, and which one did you uh, get? They're 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 saying that Destiny Forsaken will cost or cost forty dollars on its own. Yes, a bundle of Forsaken and its annual pass is seventy dollars, and then the digital deluxe edition 
uh, of the expansion for eighty dollars. Yeah, okay. and then there there was another one that was I think like ninety bucks that included uh, Forsaken as well as any of the expansions you might have missed out on. So if you didn't have uh, Warmind, if you didn't have why am I forgetting the name of the second one? Uh, yeah, it's uh, some super Curse of Osiris. Are. Yeah, <laughs> right. Curse of Osiris and Warmind. Ah, ah. I redeemed myself. So, so Destiny awesome. super fan, um, in in theory, if they if they kicked open your front door and said, "Hey, nine hundred ninety nine dollars, and you can have this special version of Destiny two that has a board Peter Dinklage doing the voices of everyone," would you pay it? check over my computer real quick make sure my wife's got her headphones in i would sell my child <laughs> <laughs> that is the right answer I would, uh, I would sell my child and then go on like like a like a taken-esque redemption story fight to to get her back after i put an adequate amount of time into the video game i'll, I'll rescue her so after i kill the, the war headphones were not fine. in as tight as i thought they were oh no <laughs> yeah it's been nice talking to you. Yeah. yeah. It was a pleasure, gentlemen. Thank you for having me on the show. Uh, please call the cops. I mean, there's, there's, there's a limit to what I would get. There, there's, sure. it's, it's the same thing with anybody is you got to weigh what you're willing to pay versus what you're actually getting. And for some people, uh, I mean, I, I, I like collector's editions. I, I, I collect mm-hmm. collector's editions. I, I appreciate, mm-hmm the small little cosmetic stuff that they give you. And, uh, I don't know. I, I, mean, I, I think I can say this with a little bit of confidence and knowing you for now, 11 years of my life, um, that, um, destiny, you'd pay a lot of money. And if you would, if it would get up there, you'd think about it. And I think maybe you'd make a choice whether or not to buy it. And, and it, you would stick to that. Yeah. No, I know I've, that there's, I know that there's another series that you can say, Hey, look! This is ten thousand dollars, and he'll find a way to find the ten thousand dollars for it. Um, and and that's Zelda. Yes, oh. absolutely. If I they they could tell me that they're like there's an edition of the next Legend of Zelda that comes out. Even no, Breath of the Wild. Breath of the Wild has been out for uh, a couple of years now. Uh, if they told me that there was an edition of Breath of the Wild that came out with a paper cup that Shigeru Miyamoto spit into, crumbled <laughs> up, and left in the packaging, I would throw money at it. Yeah, but he would. Wow. It's, it's it's actually pretty it's actually pretty cool some of the collector stuff that he has from Zelda, um, but no so so you're saying that that it Forsaken is definitely worth at least the at least the forty dollar asking price if you have Destiny two and per se you are thinking about getting back into the game if there was uh, if you needed a reason to come back to a game that you enjoyed in the past then Forsaken is definitely your key to that door. If you played Destiny 2 and found it lacking, uh, I, I don't, it's, I mean, it doesn't, it, it introduces a lot of really cool new stuff. Gambit being one of the best selling points, this new hybrid PvE PvP mode. Uh, the new raid is also another a big selling point. But uh, it's, I mean, it, at the end, it's just another shared world shooter. So if you're not into shared world shooters, you're not into games that require teamwork, you're not into games that, uh, uh, that, that really kind of, force a, a power creep to get to that that powerful point then i don't i don't know what to tell you cool it's really think, uh yeah fair assessment that, that sounds that sounds uh about right um i i've been into you know destiny i was i was the you know the i got, pre-ordered the first one 
um, and all that. And I got really excited with Destiny 2 and played through it. Had a lot of fun. You know, got the, got the expansion pass, played through all that stuff. Um, I'm not much on PvP, so that stuff I usually kind of gloss over. I might try it once or twice. Um, but then after Warmind, I was like, yeah, you know, I think they've done everything they can with this. I think I might be over it. And so when all the Forsaken stuff was coming out, I was like, yeah, we'll see. Like I, I, I wasn't there day one. Like I wasn't on, on everything else. So it, it's, it's refreshing to see that people are saying, no, it's back and to, to hear firsthand that it's, it's worth, it's worth the, the money. So I yeah. might put that a little I mean, higher you, on my if, list. If, if you didn't like Destiny, you're not going to like Forsaken. But if you, sure. like I said, if you, if you wanted, if there was something you wanted out of it and, and Forsaken looks like it might, fulfill it then yeah give it a shot because you'd be like i'm again as a self-described super fan like i'm surprised the amount of stuff that they fit into this expansion that's like, cool okay. just that's awesome end game content i'm i'm almost 50 because of the the amount of time i have to play i'm like 50 60 hours into the expansion now and uh that's i it? i beat this i beat the campaign opened up all the zones haven't touched the end content yet Wow. Something to look forward to. Like haven't even scratched it. That's awesome. That's cool. That's cool. Um, awesome. Well, thank Thanks for your perspective on that, Mike. Um, we're going to get into, I think our final topic, uh, for this episode. Uh, and like I said, we were going to touch upon it and that, and that's the Spider-Man, uh, Marvel, (laughs) Marvel Spider-Man for PlayStation four that came out. Um, obviously it came out on, uh, last Friday, um, of what our taping is. So September 7th, um, and just just seeing the press or seeing the media um, and just the the industry around, if you're following it, there's just so much buzz around it on um, on the things that that they're saying Insomniac did right. Um, and I, I kind of want to touch upon a couple of those things um, that we can kind of discuss. Uh, first off, the the biggest thing, and and everybody talks about it, and I cannot agree with a lot of these people more. Absolutely, just what Steve just did, uh, <laughs> because people can see this through audio. Um, <laughs> Here, I'll do it again. Everyone, everyone, listen. Yeah, yeah. There, I did it again. A couple sound effects in there. Give them a, give them a real treat. <laughs> yeah, it is the swinging, uh, the the traversal through the city, the 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 second that you put on the Spidey suit. Uh, and you jump out and it says, okay, hit R1 and then it, you know, it's like a pendulum and then you release and then you can zip yourself and then you can post jump and, and all of that. I mean, you do truly feel, you feel the weight of him when he's swinging down and then when he's coming back up, you start to get a feel for it. The, the city, and I think this is where a lot of the older ones and just graphically and developmentally, they, couldn't do it and they can because of the power uh, of the of the consoles nowadays is they have made the city so high um i mean you feel that you're all the way up you feel you're in the sky but you never feel that that's the only place you are like that's the only thing that's there and it's dense like you feel just as busy there's so much busy stuff that's happening on on the ground and then as you start to even just go up into through the roofs and you and you see the little details of of the air handler units and uh, and the vents and the exhausts and 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 the people that are on top and then the different type of like roof gardens and mansions and pools and, and all of that that you fly across. It's extremely busy as you start to climb up these these buildings and they're so close together. So like you start to 
you start to learn like your tricks of, of your whiplashing around around the buildings and and just everything. It's just done so well. You feel you feel that you are. Um, and and a lot of people have used this, and I didn't know if I wanted to use it uh, this phrase, but I, I do. It is therapeutic. It is a very therapeutic movement. Just whipping around the city? Just whipping around the city. Like, I was talking to somebody on PlayStation, talking about the game, um, and I didn't want to go over and do anything because I didn't want to miss any of the story or anything I was saying and also have this conversation. So literally, I'm literally just whipping around the buildings. And that, and that's all I'm doing. Like, I, And I'm having the greatest time. I ended up talking to him for about 45 minutes, and I didn't do anything in the game. All he did was whip around between buildings. Do you know how much crime happened while you were just yeah, screwing yeah, around? Like, that is irresponsible. How dare you? <laughs> irresponsible. <laughs> um, you just feel, I mean, you feel the speed of it. I mean, it's just, they did such a, a great job with it. Uh, the voice acting is is absolutely incredible from Mary Jane to, um, people know that this uh, character is in it. Miles Morales is in it. What? Uh, Peter I, I, I didn't know that, actually. You didn't? I didn't know, know Miles it. Morales was in there. So, Spoiler. Yeah, that was, Spoilers. that was... Wasn't that like one of the things that they had they had touched on was that this is like an entirely new like this isn't this isn't the Marvel universe that you know like this is a, a completely different Spider-Man story a completely fresh Spider-Man story this isn't right yeah that's right. Uh, that's pretty cool it's awesome yeah it is um I'm not gonna I'm not gonna say there's a couple of character reveals that if you are um, any type of of purview any type of knowledge of Spider-Man um, there's been a couple of wonderful surprises in the, in the story. Where it's just like, oh, holy shit, you know, and wow. like foreseen, like they're saying things and you're just like, okay, okay, I know that at some point this is going to happen. <laughs> it might not happen in the game. It might not happen in this version of the game, but I know it's going to happen because you can see them leading to it. Um, but that's the thing. Like when you think that it's going to happen, it doesn't. Mm. Like something else happens. Okay. So they've done such a great job with the story. Um, and like... <laughs> Like I said, it just it makes me I I, am so in tune into the story. Um, And like I said, just the the voice acting um, is great. Uh, There was an article um, that I read and I don't remember if it was somebody on our discord that posted it or if it's something that I found. I think it was somebody somebody posted it um, was the little bits of like when you're perched up like on on a rooftop and Spider-Man is talking his voice sounds just kind of normal and whatever as he's swinging around. And as he's talking, like if he gets a phone call or something, as he's swinging around, you hear Dead. like him out of breath and you hear him. He sounds like he exerts himself. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yes. That's yeah. Amazing. I was reading that. I, I read that article too. That's the, like, and it's, it's it from what it looked like. It's like seamless. So like he gets a phone call, he's talking to somebody on the phone and he's kind of chilling on a rooftop and he's, talking as he's talking and then he whips away and he you can hear the exertion in his voice he's swinging around the city and then he lands again and it's just it's seamless the transition from like standing still to mm-hmm. that's uh yeah that was pretty pretty little impressive little things of if you're crawling on a building and you look in a window and if like you know how you can get that glare from like the sun like if there's a sunshine on it and you can't see through the window like you would see the reflection you actually see the reflection of the buildings behind you like in the windows that you're looking at. So, I mean, it, it's, it's, it's the little details like that. Um, the, I think the biggest, one of the other big things too is the combat. Everybody says that it's, it reminds them of Batman Arkham. 
mm-hmm. uh, the Arkham games. And I can say yes for about 50% of it. And, okay. th- and that's not a bad yes. The Arkham games no, had really like, smooth combat. Yeah. What they did, though, is that if, if you guys have played the Arkham games, correct? Yeah. All of them. Okay. Yeah. So when you're Batman, you kind of wait for somebody to kind of do something and then you counter. Mm-hmm. And then you can throw a gadget down and you throw something and then you move and then you can start your sprints. For some. Okay. Yeah, yeah, right? Like okay. balance this, between offense and defense. This is if you're going to wait for somebody to hit you, it's going you're not doing the combat correctly. You're not going to build your combo score up. You're not going to do that. This wants you to web swing. This wants you to pendulum yourself back and forth. Um, there's moves where you can jump. You can hit somebody, jump onto the wall, shoot your web, and then jump off the wall. Um, if there's somebody that's about to, somebody that's you're hitting, and then you see out of the corner of your eye that somebody's about to shoot you, you can dodge that. And as you're dodging that, you can start to shoot your web and if they're near the wall, they'll stick to the wall. Like it, it, <laughs> it wants you to move fast. So it like rewards aggressive mobility. Yes, and it rewards it handsomely. It really does. Um, I mean, just and then the move sets. Like it's just, you know how like you can go into um, like if you would hit like a move uh, or a combination and you would do this move, um, and then it doesn't matter. Like you could be like hitting somebody and be on the ground and then suddenly you go into this move and then like you're six feet up into the air slamming on the guy. Like in some games, I, I find that, you know, kind of bad development, you know, it just doesn't flow. It's like a like cut scene, this, not a, not a move. Yeah, yeah. exact Quick time events and stuff like that. Correct. In this combat, if you pull off that move, like if you pull off a finisher move, it's going to sync to your movements. And then if you like turn around, like if you end up where your back is towards the enemy that's down, you're going to go and then you can move right into that next move to hit the next enemy. That's like could be like right behind you or or whatever. It's just so fluid and transitional is so good. And even um, from the the videos that I've seen as your as your combo multiplier goes up, it seems that it almost looks faster and, and more frantic and smoother and and yes. more of a of a you know one hit will knock him back instead of two hits will knock him back that kind of deal. So it's like yeah. an adrenaline thing. It's kind of cool. That's awesome. It's it's get in there, be a superhero, get in the get in the zone and beat everybody up. <laughs> so like like and, and and my last part of of the combat with it is um you know how like you get into some games and they'll have like waves that come at you and you're just like oh, you know, here's here's you know wave number 3 and I know that there's going to be this type of guy and then there's going to be this amount of guys and I just got to, you know, like power through this, it power through it like you're just like oh okay i just gotta i just gotta get it or whatever in this in spider-man you're like okay bring on the fuckers because i'm ready because <laughs> i got the adrenaline going jumping up and down i can do this i can throw out my spider bot i can throw out a trip mine here i can throw out a, a web bomb here and it's just like it's like bring it because because i'm because like you feel it like you feel the I can take on these guys because I'm that damn good. Like it, it, it makes you feel so rewarded that you can take on big groups like that. And then like, like, and if you know, and if you perfect a wave, like a wave, it's like, that's the coolest feeling. It's like those fuckers didn't even touch me. Cause I'm that damn good. I am Spider-Man. <laughs> yeah. I mean, it's just, I am it, a spider. <laughs> yeah. Um, so I mean, just all around, like I said, this, this game, I've looked at the platinums, I looked at the trophies and it makes me want to platinum this game. It, 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 it is just 
and my goal is to platinum it before the first DLC comes out. Ooh. What if you? What, I mean, do they do they ever do they ever launch with uh, with trophies that you can't achieve until a DLC is out? Do they ever do anything like that to you? I don't. No, did, I, did, I don't. I, I can't don't think they do that. No. Okay, that's no. that's good then. Like they add the achievements when the when the expansion comes out. How how um how far into the game are you now? Is there like a, a progression meter or do you? There is a progression meter, and I think it's progression of story. Okay. And I think I'm about forty two percent to the story, maybe thirty two percent. But like one of the things that I'm doing in open world, so like, um, people know this. So like one of the first. I, I, this is another really kind of good game design that I like that they did. So, you know, collectibles. Mm-hmm. Okay. All the collectibles that you get turn into tokens. Okay. And those tokens that are used to upgrade certain things, suits, to buy suits, gadgets, all of that. So you have uh, six different types of tokens that you can get. Okay. Um, and Vanguard tokens, Hunter tokens. Tokens for <laughs> PvP. <laughs> Dip it back it. into the Destiny conversation. <laughs> um, it's, it's either it's either six or eight. For some reason, is it's escaping me. Right I want to say six. But it, I think it's six. But like, so when you first start the game, okay, they're saying you come across a backpack, and they're like, oh, okay, the backpack collectibles are available to you, okay, and you can go out and you can just keep progressing through the story and then they can say, okay, the landmarks. So Peter Parker, you know, he was a photographer. Um, you know, here's landmarks. They want you to take pictures of the landmarks. Like you can go over and do all the backpack ones and find all the backpacks and then progress through the story and then do all the landmark ones if you want. Or you can mix and match depending on where you're at. Um, so like I'll take like Assassin's Creed. I remember Unity. Uh, and, and this is the best way I can compare it. In Unity... When you would open it up, there was icons all over the damn place yeah. for you to go over. You, <laughs> That's you remember that? a Ubisoft game. Yes. You're spending, you're spending 90% of your time collecting a bunch of useless crap. Correct. <laughs> and this, they spread it out where you it never feels like it's a burden to do. It's like, okay, I, I want to take a break from the story. I want to swing around. I want to go over. The nice part about it is that they're so spread out that now I know the city. Like, I know... I know when I go here, I know what I'm going to see. Like I know through Central Park how to get through Central Park. Um, I know when I go to Lower Manhattan, um, you know the things that I'm going to see. When I go to Upper Manhattan, I can see. I know that the Avenger Tower, is, you know, the Avengers Tower is there right near the Empire State Building. Wow. You know, I mean, it's just you know, you start to know the neighborhoods that are around. And like I said, they just they just did an excellent job with it. I cannot wait to finish the game. Um, so um, For, just, I've just been ta- I've been talking it up since since Friday about well, the- you mean you mean like the 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 game map right like you're whipping around and like you know the game map because I'd hate for you to play Spider Man and be like I know New York City I'm in Central Park where's the Sanctum Sanctorum oh. like <laughs> show me the wizard <laughs> actually the 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 interesting thing about that is so you know I have been to New York you know I talked about that a couple episodes ago when we did go to New York. Um, and the placement of like the landmark buildings is pretty. it's pretty spot. I, I don't you know obviously it's not exact because you know you don't have Avengers Tower in New York and you don't have the you know uh, Sanctum Sanctorium there. Bullshit, um, they're there. They're there in my heart. <laughs> but like you know like you know that the Empire State Building is middle middle Manhattan to lower Manhattan or to upper well, it's, Manhattan. It's, it's it looks 
Yes. Not not it, necessarily one for because we've had games like that before that touted that type of that's like oh like uh, uh, Watch Dogs Watch Dogs told you go to Chicago and apparently five minutes north of the loop you're in the boonies and you're just like what the hell is going on yeah like it, it was not a map of chicago like this is this is a pretty accurate you know per se you know accurate but not accurate map of of new york <laughs> they it, did their best it, it yeah. looks impressive Central park is there don't worry guys <laughs> yeah. we got we got we got buildings uh there's there's a river somewhere uh manhattan's still an island we think there's hobos everywhere. Still Central Park. A lot of hobos. Yeah, a lot of hobos. Oh. Speaking of people on the street, can you see now? I, you, you know me with my PlayStation. I, I'm, I'm in it for the exclusives. Yeah. I'm salivating, waiting to get done with God of War, mm-hmm. so that I can pick up the next single player game. I heard that there is a skill you can buy in the game to land on the street. And finger guns pedestrians like Spider Man Three. Uh, it's it's like, not a skill you have to buy. It you can just you do just it from do the beginning. It? So yes. you, just, you like snap at people and hey, yeah, <laughs> what's <laughs> happening? Yes, yep. Uh, so like, well that, so that's, what, that's one my of the things right there. One of the things that they didn't that Insomniac didn't want to do is that they didn't want you to be able to um, punch you know pedestrians. So like if you go down and you go on the street level and you want to and you hit like the attack button, you do like an animation for them. So you like will throw out your fingers like like guns or or you'll pose for them or you'll do something with your hands. I've seen like high fives and stuff like that. Handshakes. Yeah. Yep. Um, Actually, there is one kind of there's a couple of there's a whole bunch of Easter eggs, but I do want to share this one. This one's kind of funny because they're patching it out or they have patched it out already. Oh, yeah. So did you hear about this, Mike, Uh, about the marquee? marquee so there's a guy that contacted insomniac uh and he wanted to propose to his to his girlfriend in the game so if you go to one of the theaters it says whatever her name is and will you marry me the problem is the game went gold printed and shipped and she broke up with him oh no shit (laughs) before he could do that oh no yeah so they So they patched it. They patched it out of the game. Uh, I think with this latest patch, which I think dropped today. Um, well, that's classy. What yeah, did, they replace, did they replace um, it with something else? I'm sorry. Did, did they replace it with something else? Because the last yeah, I so heard in the story, like they were asking him, like, "Hey, any, any, what should we put there instead, guy?" Like, yeah. Um, I'm not sure what they replaced it with, or if they left it blank or whatever. Okay. I just um, nobody. Ha- I haven't seen a thing on there. It was. It, and uh, what is it the um what is it the 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 update just dropped i think a couple of hours ago so okay. i don't know if anybody's really posted so they patched it, it. Yeah. Said, i don't know too soon they patched it they patched the marquee specifically so yeah. that they were advertising dollar showings of the breakup yeah <laughs> <laughs> um they're actually they and they actually did confirm something today uh on september 11th they did confirm something and i think it's awesome um, and it's going to throw so much replayability into it. Uh, there is Spider-Man is getting a new game plus mode. Yeah. What? So that is going to be patched in because there are three levels of difficulty. Like they say, um, like the easiest one is if you just want to enjoy the story and you really don't want to worry about stuff. The middle one is if you want to challenge and then, um, 
and that's called amazing. And then you have incredible, um, which is the hardest difficulty. So what you can basically do is that if you played it on medium and you want to go to, to hard, you're going to be able to carry over all your abilities and, and all of oh, that's that. That's pretty cool. So, yeah. Um, and like I said, I think there's only one kind of gripe in it, um, that I would have, that I would say, and that's the, I don't understand the progression system. So like you're getting 2,500 to 3000 XP per main mission and then like a 1500 and lower for other side missions and, and all of that. And then how it goes out now, if you go over, it's like every mission, um, up, I'm, I'm going up a level because mm-hmm. it's like like the progression like you don't need that much xp to are you actually... do you are you like is it are you a leveled spider are you a level 99 spider-man <laughs> like, I'm, that... I'm level i'm level 22 i think your cap is 50 in this does that 45? just go towards skills and experience or actually it goes like towards, do you have it like goes stats towards or something so it goes towards everything. So um, one of the big things is, so you only have some, you only have eight gadgets that you can end up lo- unlocking, and all of those are story based. So those will open up through the story, um, and then you have different types of skills um, that you can get. Uh, so you have your skill progression, which costs tokens and and all of that, and skill points. Actually, you get skill points per level. So then your skill points, and there's um, there's like a defense, there's a web slinger, and then there's like an offense um, skill trees. So you have those, so you can get different skills from there, um, and then you get different abilities um, that you can find from different suits. So like every suit has some form of abilities attached to it, um, and then, but what they did was you can take those, so you can stack up to three different abilities that you can unlock, and then you can have a main ability. So you basically have four skills that you can do. So your main, your main one is what's attached to the suit, your three is as you level up, they start to unlock and you can start to unlock them and then you can stack them. So like one could be bullet resistance. One could be um, um, you can jump higher. One could be that you have increased health, what, whatever it is um, as far as that. Now, your abilities that you get from suits are usually attacks. So like one spider, one spider suit gives you electrical fists. So you have electricity around your fists. Um, another one like the punk rock one. um the Spider-Man, you like whip out a guitar and you have send a sound wave out, you know. Um, so you could take that sound wave one and per se put it on. So wait, the suits modify your abilities? Yes. Or they give you more abilities? They give you more. They You can only have one ability equipped. So you have three skills and f- one ability. Okay. Okay. Um, so um, and I'm not going to say how many suits are out there, um, but each level you start to unlock all these other suits. Um, so I have right now I have 11 suits unlocked. Jesus Christ. Okay. Um, and there's a whole bunch more that there are still to there. And like when I get to level 45, that's the last suit that will unlock, uh, for me as far as level based. Um, there's, there's black cats in the, in the game. And if you do the black cat missions, she gives you a suit to use. You know, so I mean, there's there's a whole, there's so much. It's her suit, to, right? Like you dress up like yeah, Black Cat, because like, I want to yeah, see uh, sexy Spider Man with the boob window and the the, yep. the fur on the arms and legs and a tail. Yep, yeah, yep, awesome, absolutely. I'm gonna go what buy a PS4 right face? now. <laughs> <laughs> so, um, 
so like I said, it's just there's a lot of it, and I love that there's a whole bunch of extra content so it doesn't get stale. Like you can build the Spider-Man that you want. Actually, some of the fun part of it is just kind of building to see what abilities you can stack to them. Um, but like I said, the, the progression system, it's like there's so much XP. It was like, okay, we want to make this much XP, and we want you to get to this level, and now, but we only have a set number of missions to do. And this is how much you're going to want. This is how much we're going to have to give an XP for somebody to come close to getting to that level. You know what I'm saying? And I think, I think it's just a, I think it was a bad mathematical choice. It seems like the XP, because you don't really spend it like you would in a, in an RPG. This is definitely not like a role playing game in terms of XP. It's more like a timer. Like, all right, I'm going to have to wait at least two missions before I can unlock this. Not You're not counting the XP like, oh, I need 5,302 XP before I can unlock the next whatever. It's like, oh, there, you know, you got these rough numbers. You know, okay, another two or three missions, or maybe I can bang out a couple of side missions, and mm-hmm. then I'm good to go. So, yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, the, the XP to me almost seemed like more of a timer than <laughs> than really uh, uh, like a hard number you need to pay attention to. Yep. Yeah. And even like the suits, what I thought was cool about the suits. Um, and by the way, you know, I haven't played this game at all. I've been watching YouTube playthroughs. Um, yeah, right. Like, yeah. Like I'm sitting here with I my, you, I thank you for joining my, my stream when I was doing it. Oh yeah. Yeah. That was, that was cool too. Yeah. Watching it live, like, like the day of, um, but I've been watching this dude and he, he does these like 20 minute long videos and it's like, it's like a mission at a time situation. Um, so I'm watching all this stuff and what I took away from the suits is like they were almost like um oh what would you call them like builds in an RPG like uh like yep. oh I want to be the warrior or I want to be the sneaky guy or I want to be well, you yeah, know if they, if they modify your abilities and stuff like that like yeah you you mm-hmm. always I could, have I the, definitely see that you always have that base Spider-Man template but if you wanted to throw more you know melee stuff or more range stuff or you know, whatever it just kind of tweaks yeah. to your either to your play style or to your mission like you get into a mission oh this is really hard. Oh, I should have been sneaking around more. All right, let me go back into my suits, find the one that's better with sneaking, or I'll move my, you know, my things around. And you're still Spider-Man. You're just Spider-Man acting in a very specific way, right? Like it's, right. it's still very thematic. It's still you are Spider-Man, which I thought was, was really awesome. You never feel like he's, like, even though the suits look like, some of them look way different than the, the typical red, blue Spider-Man. Yeah. Um, it still feels like Spider-Man, which is Correct. incredibly Correct. important and something they just nailed completely. Yes, I, I, I agree a thousand percent with that. I um, um, and, and I think the the other really cool thing is too is that none of these abilities are locked to that suit. Mm-hmm. I thought that was an excellent design choice. So if I like the Iron Suit Spidey, okay, mm-hmm. but I really like the abilities of um, uh, the velocity suit, Spidey, but I really don't want like the velocity suit. Mm-hmm. I can put all those abilities to the Iron Spidey, and I can use those in the Iron Spidey. There suit. you go. They and they just and like, it doesn't cost anything. And the the abilities you swap as you go. That's yep. pretty cool. The abilities unlock with the suit. So like that's the whole thing. Right. Which once you unlock the suit, you've unlocked like really you're unlocking the ability, the ability, and like a new skin. And they kind of tie them together, oh, but then you can mix and match. What? What does it remind me of? What are the, uh, oh my god, uh, it's like Final Fantasy Nine. Yes, they go and reaching way far back. You you'd like equip <laughs> uh, a certain piece of armor, and they'd have like a, a skill on it, and then you'd build up like AP and stuff, and then uh, once you 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 hit the AP threshold, you could use that skill whenever the hell you wanted, 
Yeah, uh, cool. swap out. Yeah, that's pretty cool. That's pretty, it, you know, know what it, it kind of also reminds me of a little bit too. Uh, speaking of Final Fantasy, uh, Final Fantasy X two. Remember all the the outfits had different abilities for the girls because it was the three girls that you that you were or you never played X two. I I you you gonna think less of me if I say I didn't? No, <laughs> I, I'm the only I'm the only one where the three main protagon or the three main characters were women. Okay. No, I I played, no, I played ten and I got to the Thunder Plains and I yeah. couldn't do it and I broke a controller. This is probably the first time I ever broke a controller. Oh wow! And I don't think I I don't think I came back to Final Fantasy until uh, fourteen. No, you didn't. I don't nope. think you did. So, Impressive. so I mean, just just I I am enjoying the heck out of it. Um, it, I you know I'm not going to say you have to buy it, but I would say. If you are looking for a great open world game and you have some love for Marvel or for comic books, this is definitely, definitely a, a game to pick up. It really is. It really is. Um, just everything is done so well. I mean, if you like the story, if you don't like the story, I, that, I think that's more personal choice. I'm enjoying the story, but I've heard some people say that it's a little weak. I've heard other people say that it's, it's really strong. Um it just, I'm enjoying it. I'm enjoying every part of it. Like I said, it's, it's. I am determined to platinum it. The cool. That's awesome. Um, as far as the the story, um, so I I read comic books. I understand Spider Man. I'm one of the cool kids. Um, <laughs> so what I what I really enjoyed about Spider Man and something that the some of the movies kind of got and some of them haven't quite got yet. Is that the, the dichotomy between Spider-Man and Peter Parker? Like right off the bat, when the when the when the game starts, right up front, he's got a messy room, he's got stuff that's broken, he's late on rent, he's got a he's got to go to dinner with Aunt May, he's got to go to work, and he's Spider-Man. Start mm-hmm. the game, and all of those threads continue through with the main story of he keeps like Aunt May will call him like, "Where are you? You know, we were supposed to eat for dinner, or you yep. know, he asked, oh, you're I'm late for work again. Oh, no, no, oh, I still haven't paid my rent. Oh, what does that mean?" But at the same time, so you are playing Spider Man, you're swinging around the city, and you get that alert of like crime happening right below you, and you get that yep. feeling of like, should I just should I, can I just stop that crime real quick? I'm right here, I'm Spider Man, and mm-hmm. that's. That gives you the same feeling that that I imagine the re- the real Spider Man would have, right? Like mm-hmm. he's he's got all these things he's got to do, but he has that responsibility. So does he stop that crime or does he get to work on time? You're gonna stop, stop the crime. Mugging, pay right? your rent. All right. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. And so and, they've woven that into the game beautifully. That is amazing. Do you play continues. as Peter Parker at yes. any point, like just yes, as Peter do. Parker? Yeah. You you actually play <laughs> right, as Peter cool. Parker. You play as Peter Parker, Spider-Man, and Mary Jane. I can't remember, like, I, back back on older generation consoles, I remember, like, everybody loved Spider-Man 2. Spider-Man 2. The one that yeah. came out, like, in in line with the movie. And that, mm-hmm. that was, like, the, the, every, the, the same things that you were praising, like, traversal around the city, the, the combo systems, the sheer amount of stuff you can do and collect and stuff like that. Like, I can't remember a time in which we ever got to... Plays Peter Parker. No, you no, I, I don't remember. There's a, there's a, another time, and and to to go back to what Steve was saying, you're right. And the thing is, is that it takes that dynamic through the whole game. Like it never quits. Never lets. There's up. always that. It's, there's always that thought of, am I? You know, I'm Spider Man, or if I'm Peter Parker. Right. Uh, but I'm both. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, the other thing too, to bring up the traversal again too, uh, and I didn't didn't want to forget about this. They 
made it very clear and it is there. If you cannot attach the web to something, he will not throw a web out. <laughs> okay? That's so awesome. there has uh, to be a building for him to catch on or like a helicopter be, passing by. And that angle that you hit, so like if you go to the right, you're going to start to swing to the right because that's the angle that you're choosing. Okay? So you, but it's not a bad balance. Like it's not like, oh my God, I, you know, now I'm suddenly making a right, you know, a 90 degree turn and I'm smashing myself into a building. Um, but you see the way that he starts to move. So you can start to you can start to kind of plan because you're looking at the buildings in front of you of okay i want to go here and then i know i'm going to shoot out this way and then you know as far as that goes one of the coolest things and actually it it's a there's a bench there's benchmarks in there so like if you do so many perfect dodges or if you go travel so much and wall run so so many meters or whatever there's actually one that um it's you dive down and then you swing it's called the skimmer as you would skim like in real life, you would skim off the top of a car or you'd skim yourself off, off the road. So like <laughs> off the, the street, hit the swing, like right before you hit the ground, basically. Correct. <laughs> Correct. And it's so, so much fun. Like I did it. I saw the animation a couple of times and then I'm wondering if it's, if I'm just not seeing it correctly, but I could swear that there's animations where if you swing at the right time and right behind a car, you will run on the car hmm. and then you will launch yourself up above, you know, from the car. So like, it's just, it's just mid that swing. mid swing. That sounds awesome. So like you're still swinging, but you'll, you'll like walk on the car and then, you know, that's so, cool. I mean, it's just that's just done cool. so well. Even it's the car done. combat that I've seen, where he, where you're chasing somebody in a car, and you have to jump on the car and like dodge around them and pull the people out. Like just the animation of a dude sticking out of a car window, and then he webs them, and then shoots a web out to something. The guy just rips out of the car. Like when yeah. I when I saw that animation, I was like that is genius. That is it beautiful. Really is. That's yeah, so amazing. So, so. I think I think I would do it. Um, like I said, I just if I, I cannot recommend it enough. I would say if if you're if you're on the fence about it, and you and you can get it, get it because you're going I mean, to be you're, rewarded. You're talking with two dudes who haven't gotten it yet. So like the the only real question is who are you going to loan it to first after you platinum it? Yeah. Well, it's digital. <laughs> but it's digital. <laughs> oh. Okay. I can't I can't loan it to nobody. <laughs> you can uh, I will accept an entire PS4. I will totally yeah, accept like, that. Just send it on over. It'll be fine. I mean, <laughs> I'd like to think that we're at that stage in our friendship where we can give each other systems. I can we, find we've a, got a history do, of doing it. I do have two of them. I have one upstairs, I got one downstairs, so. You got two PlayStations? Yeah, I got two PlayStation 4s. Tape them oh. together. PlayStation 8, done. Yeah, there, there you go. PlayStation yeah. 8. <laughs> <laughs> so, no, I uh it was Long story short with it, I had the original launch console, and then um, we ended up getting a 4K TV, and then yeah. my wife, for my first Father's Day, um, got me the Pro. Nice. So, Aw. it's awesome. Yeah. She's a good, she's a good woman. Um, so um, I think that's going to do it for us um, tonight. Um, Mike, thank you so much for, for joining us. Um, and- oh, dude, pleasure's all mine. Thank you guys for having me on here. So, and uh, hopefully maybe you'll come back another time when you are a little free and, and all of that. Uh, yeah, no, you just let me let me know what you think I would sound funny talking about. And uh, uh, that, that that sounded like shit. Uh, just let me know what the topic of conversation is going to be. And if I know what the hell I'm talking about, absolutely, I'll jump on. That sounded uh, a lot better. 
I'm wait. I'm waiting for the big, the big jump of information for Cyberpunk 2077. And I, I, that's you, when we need to have you. You do again. a show on I, that. That's not. That's not going to be a podcast. It's just going to be like 45 straight minutes of me moaning. <laughs> <laughs> uh, they got arm guns. Oh, Jet boosters. Oh, oh, flying cars. Oh, it's so uh, neon. There's neon everywhere. Yeah. So, oh, everything's fluorescent. Everything's neon. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I thank you guys for having me on. I, I, I appreciate the invite. I appreciate the, the opportunity to come and talk about games and, and yeah. Let me know, brah. I'll come back. Absolutely. Uh, once again, check us out. Uh, subscribe to us if you're just listening um, and get that automatic download off iTunes, Google, uh, stream us on Spotify. You find us on Spreaker. Uh, tune in wherever basically you can find a podcast. We are on it. So just look us up. Uh, like I said, on the 24th of this month, um, there's going to be an episode drops. Uh, check out um, the where I'll be appearing, which is uh, a podcast about any about something. Sorry, a podcast about something. Uh, check it out. Uh, I checked out a couple of theirs, um, and they just talk about some great, wonderful, awesome stuff. Um, so check that out. Um, and uh, that'll do it for me. Steve, any final thoughts for you? Final thoughts? Uh, I'm really thinking about buying a PS4 because, man, that Spider-Man looks good. I probably won't, uh-huh. though. But, I mean, it's it's one of those, like, I've been I've been addicted to watching the videos. Day after Thanksgiving. Yeah, day after Thanksgiving. Day after Thanksgiving. I know. Um, yeah. Yeah, uh, yeah, it, it, it looks great. It looks amazing. I, I can't wait to, to watch more. I want to know what happens next in the story. So I'm going to stick with it, even though I don't have a, a PS4. And, and if I do, it won't be for a long time. But, uh, yeah, man, like I, I recommend Spider-Man on PS4. Like I, if, if I know a couple people that have PS4s and I'm going to ask them, have you bought Spider-Man yet? Not will you? Have you bought it yet? <laughs> amazing. Yes. Amazing. Exactly. Amazing. Um, so, well, that'll do it for us on uh, episode 11. Uh, take care of yourselves, everybody, and uh, we will see you next time around. Good night. Peace.